1: Hey gang, welcome back to Hardwood Heroes. This is the Tuesday edition. We've got some play-in games tonight, as well as the NIT. I'm going to kick it over to my man Panther. Panther, how's it going? I'm great. I'm undefeated. I didn't lose
2: yesterday.
0: Neither did I. So, I mean, that's like a new record for this show.
2: (laughs) Oh, this is the moment we've been waiting for. I actually enjoy these play-in games. I think some teams maybe get screwed a little bit when... uh, you're the conference champion, and they still give you a playing game. But um, lame. Yeah, that's that's mega lame. Like, uh, and, and then some of these teams, these 11-seed teams, uh, you're an 11-seed. How the fuck is that a playing game? Like, I've never understood the logic behind this stuff. But um, nonetheless, they did give us some extra basketball, and I think I am all about that. So uh, we've got some NIT action. You clued me in two minutes ago, and like a two true degenerate and the influence you are, I'll jump in a couple of those with you.
1: Listen, I've never been afraid of volume. You can probably tell that by looking at our NASCAR cards. I, I like betting and betting in droves. So uh, if they're going to start the NIT tonight, I got to bet it. I, and I got I got four NIT plays. I'm betting both the play-in games. So I'm, I'm coming to the table with six. So I'm very interested to hear what you've got first up. I've got four. Let's start. With the play into
2: the big dance, we've got uh Southeast Missouri State taking on Texas AM of Corpus Christi. Don't even know if you knew these schools had teams or were eligible for the big dance, but here we are. Uh, Southeast Missouri State before their conference tournament was uh, had a losing record, and then they reeled off four straight wins to punch their ticket taking on the Islanders. i got a friend that actually lives down in Corpus Christi. He's inviting me down. I need to get down there. Beautiful area down there. But Texas A&M, Corpus Christi, a legitimate conference champion, uh, went 23-10 and 10 on the course of the season. They, too, are on a four-game winning streak. They just didn't have to do it in tournament fashion to get here. But, uh, listen, I like the Islanders just for sheer what they've done and and uh, their overall record so i'll lay the 3 points against a team that has uh, the far superior record
1: i hear you and i am on the same side except i'm just going to i'm going to take texas a&m corpus christi on the money line minus 155 um the reason being southeast missouri state they are a bad rebounding team they're 158 i'm sorry 185th in the country uh nobody on their team is over four rebounds per game they do have a good backcourt, but Texas A&M uh, community, not community college, Corpus Christi, they, uh, they force a lot of turnovers and in these type of games, free throw shooting is huge and they are fifth in the country coming in at 79% on the, on the line. So one of the, the better uh, free throw shooting teams in the country, I'm going to take Texas A&M on the money line here. I don't want to mess around with a winner and I, I just, I, I just want to win one, you know? So I'm going to, bet the things on the show that I'm let them mirror what I'm doing in real life. So that's what I'm doing. So that's what I'm giving out.
2: You know, I think we'll still call that a kiss of death. So we're, we're in agreement there.
1: I I prefer to call it a peck of uncomfortability because there's just (laughs) the two of us.
2: Oh, well, let's see if we can keep this thing going next game up. Maybe some schools that everybody's familiar with Uh, the Pitt Panthers from the ACC going to take in the ACC's Mississippi state bulldogs. You know Pitt, their record, their conference record, everything looks good, but then I, I scroll through their season, and I'll be damned if it's hard-pressed to find a, a legitimate quality win for this team. I mean, hell, they even went into Notre Dame and we we're talking about this game, like, oh, if we're going to bet anybody, bet Pitt because Notre Dame's trash, and they proceeded to give Mike Bray a home victory, his final victory of the season uh, at the Joyce, so I This pit team, I'm not very impressed with. Mississippi State, on the other hand, has played a pretty tough schedule. I mean, you look at the SEC with Alabama, A&M, Kentucky, um, the, even the overrated Tennessee team is still put together a fine season, and you can find some quality victories for these Bulldogs. I just feel like Mississippi State's more battle-tested, They've played tougher competition. The ACC really just didn't do anything for me this year. So I'm going to lay the two and a half points and put my money on the Bulldogs.
1: All right, this one's going to be another peck because I'm on the Mississippi State uh, money line here as well. I just, I like the, uh, Mississippi State is really good at offensive boarding. They're top 15 in the country. Um, their defense, advantage Mississippi State there as well. So in these in these uh, tournament games i tend to uh really lean towards the better defensive squads especially early on while they're getting used to the shooting backdrops and all the differences in travel and, and that sort of thing so i like mississippi state here on the money line minus 133 over a very weak pit team
2: a little bit more of a, a peck on the cheek there
1: right right so, so in both
2: the games of the big dance uh, you've got some nit action
1: yeah yeah, so I'll just rattle them off and we'll we'll see where we agree or disagree. The first one on my card, this one should hit close to home. I'm sure you're on it. I'm taking the Toledo Rockets plus six over Michigan. I think Toledo is going to be the much more motivated squad here. Michigan, who knows you know how they're really feeling. Um, they are also a good team rebounding rebounding team. all five of their starters crashed the boards. they played a lightning fast tempo. And they don't turn the ball over, which is which is cool because there's so many added possessions. Um, I really like this Toledo team. They're well-rounded. They may have a mismatch in size against Michigan, but I don't think that matters. I'm taking the six here against Michigan.
0: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets or Mc Crispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
2: Yeah, it's hard for me to disagree here. I've been high on Toledo since we started doing this show. We talked about... Um, their propensity to run the floor, their ability to rack up points in droves. And you really got to wonder about the Wolverines want to be here because they've lost three straight. They got kicked out of the big 10 by you know lowly Rutgers. Um, so I really kind of wonder how motivated they are. Now they NIT is different than uh, the big dance because it's not neutral. Uh, it is an Ann Arbor's and Michigan was 12 and four at home, but it's not exactly a far drive from Toledo to Ann Arbor. So I don't know how much of a huge advantage this is, but six points feels like way too many. Might even sprinkle a little pixie dust on the money line. Cause I
1: really do like the rockets here. So
2: I'll jump on it with you. Good God. We're like three for three now.
1: Yeah. And plus I just, I want to see Juwan Howard melt down one more time this season. Isn't it beautiful? Yeah. It's just yeah. an awesome, awesome thing. And I, I totally agree with taking a shot on the money line here. I think that's live. Uh, The next game I've got, I'm going to be betting Wisconsin on the money line as well, minus 148 over Bradley, um, mostly because this Wisconsin team is – they have a good backcourt, but Bradley, they give up 17 more points on the road per 100 possessions than they do at home. So like you said, in the NIT, these are these are like real games. Uh, it's going to be in Wisconsin. Um, the Bradley team, just they're they're a whole different squad on the road. So Bradley does have some size, but I, I like um, Hepburn and Esegian for Wisconsin. They shoot the three pretty well, about 40% between the two of them. So I like Wisconsin here to get it done. I would warn anybody that wants to watch this game not to, because both of these teams play super, super slow. It, it, you, you might as well just gouge your eyes out. Uh, before you watch this game just bet Wisconsin and watch something else
2: yeah th- you know that this is kind of a swan song for a disappointing uh, disappointing end to a season right Bradley won the Missouri Valley Conference and then got bounced by Drake who by all accounts was a very very good team but Bradley had a fine season at 25 and 9 8 and 5 in their com- or, uh on the road 16 and 4 in their conference I'm don't know that I have a play on the side, but I te- I, one of the things I noticed, and this has been I'll go all the way de- back to the Bo Ryan days, Wisconsin does not push the envelope. Uh, they're like the opposite of the Toledo Rockets. Uh, them getting to 70 would be a high-scoring affair. I don't know if they get to 70, and if they actually if they don't get to 70, I don't even know if I like them to win. I'll probably lean Bradley and might look at the under 127 that they've got.
1: Yeah, yeah, this is definitely a game that'll probably be played in the 120. So, uh, under 127 might be a good look there. So, um, I hope you just bet that and don't bet against me. But we'll we'll see how it turns out. The next one I've got is Villanova plus four and a half over Liberty. I, I know this game is on the road for my local local Villanova squad, but between Caleb Daniels and um, uh, Dixon. They combined for 30 points per game between the two of them. Both of them play at a slow uh, pace. The, the defense for Nova is is coming around. Um, they have allowed 72 or less points in the last 11 of 13 games. They're the best free throw shooting team in the country, 82% combined. Like I said, defense travels, good at the line, less possession, so those points become more valuable. So I'm taking Villanova here plus the 45 yeah, this is the
2: other game I'm on, and I'm not feeling great about it. But when you look at Liberty, you know, 26 and 8 on the season, 18 and 1 at home, uh, and that's the thing that kind of got me. Liberty being at home, the only reason that they're not in the Big Dance is because they lost to Kennesaw State, who did punch their ticket by beating these Liberty Flames in the in the uh, ASUN Conference tournament um Villanova I mean this just isn't your Jay Wright Villanova Wildcats it's they've been kind of down for the last couple of years and this is really been a down season for them they're five and eight on the road that kind of gave me some hesitation so this is the other game that I'm on I'm gonna lay the four points and take the Liberty Flames
1: okay so we're, we're going head to head there hey, maybe this <laughs>
2: what's that somebody's gonna win that one
1: yes yeah one of us is getting a dub Uh, But the last one, maybe we'll agree on this one. I'm taking Yale plus three and a half over Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt has no defense whatsoever. Uh, Yale, on the other hand, they can really tighten the screws. They're 19th in the country in defensive um, uh, points per possession. They're a good team rebounding team. They're 49th in the country there. I just think this Vandy team is not very good. So I'm going to take Yale uh, plus the three and a half, and I will probably be sprinkling the money line as well.
2: Yeah, this one this one's a little tough. I don't know enough about Yale, but when you look at Vanderbilt, twelve and five at home, they went twenty and fourteen overall, eleven and seven in that very competitive SEC. I mean, this was probably a borderline tournament team. uh, Kind of wondering what their mentality is going to be going to the NIT and and taking on not known the Yale Bulldogs, but. The, the Princeton's and the Yale's and those teams always seem to give people problems once they get to these tournaments. Nobody even knows who they are until the tournament time shows up, and then they become a thorn in the ass. So I was not on this game. I would probably lean Vanderbilt, but th- their mental you know, capacity of, do we even want to be here, just pack up and get ready for spring break? I don't know. So I'll just lean Vanderbilt, but I'm not on this game.
1: Yeah, I'm just I'm taking the brains here, you know? Give me the give me the Ivy League guys to, to right, step right. up. Yeah. Uh so I I had four there. You said you had two, so I think we're missing one. What what's the other game that you're on? No, I took Toledo and I took Liberty. Oh, okay. Okay. So we're we're good. We we've uh we've been over them all.
2: There yeah, that is it. I don't the other ones had just too big of lines to even mess with.
1: Yeah, I didn't didn't want to touch those things. So Cool, man. Well, I'm excited. We're finally kicking off the the tournament here, kind of with the playing games, the NIT, who cares, but maybe we'll make some money on that. Uh, and we'll, we'll be right back at this thing tomorrow. Do you have any final thoughts?
2: Hey, look, I love your, I don't care. You're, we were talking pre-show about the volume. I used to do this in the NBA. Like if I was only betting three games and I found myself kind of getting stuck, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's play. Let's bet seven games and just play the volume game. And a lot of times it actually works, man. Just put it out there. So, uh, No, I'm looking forward to it. This is still going to be one of the easier days because once everything starts on Thursday, holy shit! I don't. We got to talk off air how we're going to handle that because that stuff starts so early.
1: It does. It does. I don't mind though. You know, this is this is. um, You know, everybody's going to be watching this stuff whether you're interested or not. I can't imagine what the betting handle is going to be with all the new states that have legalized sports betting. This is just an incredible time. It's exciting. And I, I just cannot wait for the tournament. So, um, you know, make sure you're tuning in here because we're, we're going to pick a lot of games over the next couple of weeks.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Take us home, Phil. Sure. Uh, I would recommend joining the book club. You can get a three-day free trial by using the URL, thedgens.net. You can talk to Panther. You can talk to me, Kyle, Steve. We've got golf plays getting ready to go out uh, tomorrow and a full, full weekend of racing Xfinity, Truck, Cup, Formula One's in action. So now is the time to use those three days to the best of of your ability here, and you'll get all the plays. So check us out at thedgens.net. That's all I got. Panther.
0: That is it.
2: And uh, like you said, we're hanging out on the book club these next few days. Like, this is the best time to join because, like you said, everything is going to be in there. We're going to be talking 24-7 about these games and uh you, you want to be part of this action so get in there shoot the shit with us call us out by name we'll holler right back but most importantly let us know what you guys did yesterday what you're doing today and when it's all said and done get us all make some money fools
0: information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time.